This week, I want to talk about a side project band formed by Ty Tabor in the early 2000s called Jughead. This is from their one and only self-titled album, a tune called Waiting on the Sun. Two thousand two was right around the time when King's X stopped making albums on a regular basis. I think there was a bit of a realization by the members of the group that that they were just getting older and that they were never really going to have a massive hit selling record. And given that rock musicians generally don't have retirement plans, they needed to supplement their gigging income with other things. So all three members put out a few solo albums around this time. Even Jerry Gaskell, the drummer, I'll have to do a track off that album one of these days. It's actually a really good record. And Ty and Doug additionally started taking part in other side projects as well. One of those side projects was a band called Jughead, which Ty formed with. The Bissonette brothers, Greg and Matt, on drums and bass slash vocals, respectively, and Derek Sherinian on keys. He had played with Dream Theater on their Falling to Infinity album, and now he's a member of the Sons of Apollo. It was an interesting mix of members playing tunes that were very, very heavily Beatles-influenced. The early 2000s was a good time to be doing Beatles-esque kind of music. Oasis had proven that there certainly was a market for that kind of sound. After the heavy influence of classical music in the 80s and the return to blues in the 90s with grunge, there was a real sense of nostalgia for great melody writing over these really deceptively simple chord structures. Artists like Paul Gilbert also did a few albums in this style as well. And given that King's X had always channeled a heavy Beatles vibe in their music, it was only fitting for Ty Tabor to lean in a bit for this kind of record. Most rock fans knew Greg Bissonette via his work on the first David Lee Roth solo album, and his brother Matt joined the band after the departure of Billy Sheen. Both the Bissonette brothers were actually, though, fairly established in the jazz world, having toured with artists like Maynard Ferguson. I had never heard Matt sing before this Jughead record, and I was pleasantly surprised by his vocal abilities, but I knew them as a rhythm section from the jazz stuff that I had listened to in high school. Some songs on the record have faint influence of the Beatles. Others have full-on Beatles tributes. They're just dripping in Beatles influence. Waiting on the Sun sort of leans more towards the Beatles side of things, though there are other tunes that fall even further along the spectrum. The tune starts out with this beautiful, clean, flangey, chorusy guitar, very George Harrison feeling. Then we get this beautiful, tasty drum fill into the first verse. Great melody. Matt Bissonnette's voice is really well suited to this baritone range. And then right into the chorus, the bass line is straight out of the Paul McCartney playbook. Super cool. Ty Tabor's voice on the backing vocals are distinctly Ty Tabor, and his harmonies are a bit unconventional. Sometimes he's below the lead, sometimes he's above, and I really love that. Again, very Beatles-influenced. After the first chorus, there's a post-chorus interlude with more nice backing vocals, and then we go into a guitar solo, which is a really cool idea, I thought. Typically, you'd end up with a guitar solo after the second chorus, but I like the solo coming earlier, a bit of an instrumental break before returning to the regular pattern of the song. And it's a tasty solo, of course. Ty is an excellent melodic soloist. second verse leads right back into a chorus. There's a bit more organ added into the second chorus. Very tasty. The chord progression is so typical of Ty Taper. The whole song has his fingerprints all over it, and yet it doesn't sound like King's X somehow. Hope, when you are 
And then after his second chorus, we get this post-chorus interlude again, only doubled in length. Map is in that place, some amazingly tasty bass notes again, and his brother Greg has some really great drum fills as well. And then the song just ends, short and sweet, beautiful melody, deceptively simple. The only real surprise is the early guitar solo, and if anything, the shortness of the tune overall, but it's a great example of what this album has to offer. If you like this tune, go ahead and check out the rest of the album. It's all great. For years, I kept hoping they'd put together a second album of songs, but today they haven't. So we only have this one album to enjoy, but what a great collection of tunes it is. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, so I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. This week's track, unfortunately, is not available on Apple Music or Spotify. There is a link in the show notes to YouTube where you can check it out. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You helped make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on this show, go to patreon.com slash the weekly listen. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at the weekly listen. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks. And we'll be back next week with more music. 